1: On this program, we are featuring Jimmy Durante and Gary Moore, Arthur Q. Bryan, Peter Lynn Hayes, Hoagy Carmichael, and Dinah Shore with Frank Sinatra as we present a salute to CBS. And now, Stars in the Afternoon present Dinah Shore and Frank Sinatra.
2: Hello? Hello? Hello, who's is this?
3: This is Dinah Shore. <laughs>
2: to whom am I speaking, please? Frank Sinatra. <laughs> who? Frank Sinatra. Would
3: you spell it, please? S I N A. Oh, what? letter. S.
2: S as in sweetheart. As
3: in what? Sweetheart.
2: S, W. S, what? W. W as in wife.
3: I didn't get that last word. I'm so sorry.
2: Wife, Dinah. W, I, F.
3: W, I, what?
2: F as in fool.
3: As in what?
2: Fool. F, double O, L.
3: Double O, what?
2: L. L as in left. L, E, F, T.
3: Oh, well, I'm sorry I didn't catch the last letter.
2: T as in town.
3: Brown. Brown?
2: Town, you know, Dinah, like city. Like what? City. C-I-T. What was
3: that first letter again,
2: please? C. C as in come.
3: D as in dumb?
2: Yes. No, I mean no. As in come. C-O. C. C what? O as in over.
3: O, over.
2: Now you've got it.
3: Shall I read it back?
2: Read what back?
3: Sweetheart, fool, wife, left town, come over. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Will you pull yourself together, kid?
3: <laughs> to whom is the telegram going, please?
2: Dinah, will you quit gagging? I'm a wreck.
3: A wreck? Oh, it's Frankie! <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is a coincidence. I was just going to phone you.
2: No wonder you didn't know who I was.
3: <laughs> Say, did you hear that list of big CBS names that are going to be on the Columbia Network in the next hour and a half?
2: Nuts. And I got news for you, hey?
3: There's one name missing. Yeah. Mine. Mine. That's, That's what, what I'm I was calling you about. about. Yeah since you and I are on Columbia every Wednesday night.
2: Yeah, we ought to knock a couple of songs for them this yeah. afternoon. Something like, uh... They say that falling in love is wonderful. It's wonderful, so
3: they say.
2: See, that's the idea. They can't leave you out of that show, They can't Donna. leave you Get out of that Get your hat show, and I'll meet down. you down at Columbia okay, Broadcasting. Frank. We'll talk personally to Mr. Sisson.
3: Okay, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Good afternoon, Columbia Broadcasting, Mr. System's office. This is Greta, his secretary, speaking. Now, Mr. System is very busy. Uh,
2: pardon me, miss.
3: Uh, well, what can I do for you two?
2: We'd like to see Mr. C.B. System.
3: Oh, well, he's too busy to see anyone. Come back next week. But we're a couple of singers, and we... Come back next year.
2: Hey, look, sister... Would you believe me if I told you this girl is Dinah Shaw and I'm Frank Sinatra?
3: Look, brother, would you believe me if I told you I'm Greta Garbo? Would it get us in to see Mr. System if we did? Uh, what do you think?
2: Pleased to meet you, Miss Garbo.
3: (laughs) Go right in. Gee, I wonder if I do look like Garbo.
2: (laughs) Mr. System? Yeah, my friends call me C.B. (laughs) Hello. Hello. How do you do? My name is... uh... Let's weave long introductions out of this. I'm a very busy man with very little time. But we're having to stop every half hour to tell people what station they're whistling to. If they didn't know. What's your problem? Well, briefly... uh, briefly, Mr. S., we sing.
3: And we thought maybe you could use a little romantic warbling on that show. Romantic
2: warbling? Yeah, listen. I want you to know this little girl here. She's Dinah, and there's nobody finer From the coast to Catalina
3: Frank Sinatra, open your golden throat Gee,
2: thanks, Dinah Together we'd knock out a rather fair romantic ballad Sure Sorry, but right now I'm in the mood for wafts. You haven't heard me sing I haven't time to experiment (laughs) Right now I want to listen to Jimmy Duante and Gary Moore That's a boy and a girl Silence, just listen
0: Yes, my friends, it's the nose and the haircut. And to start the ball rolling, we bring you, with no strings
2: attached, a young man who has a voice like a violin, with no strings attached.
4: And here he is, Gary Moore. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bob Lamont.
5: <laughs>
4: Thank you. I... <laughs> Thank you very much. Th- Oh, really, that's enough applause now, really. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Mr. Pismo, that's enough. You can turn the record off now. Turn the record off, Mr. Pismo! (laughs) Really, Mr. Pismo, it's a shame your parents weren't the type to devour their young. But... But in any event, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and a very happy September the 22th to you all. I I want you to know it's a real kick to be celebrating another great season of CBS programs. Of course, I haven't been on the air since CBS started, but I have been in radio since 1935, fixing battery sets and things like that. And it's it's always a thrill to see how radio has grown up in that time. Gee whiz, you take this, this magnificent studio here, for instance, do you realize that at this very moment, ladies and gentlemen, you are sitting in washed air... I really mean that. If you look up there, you'll see some little grates on the front of the studio. You see up there? Well, Mr. William Paley, the president of the Columbia Broadcasting Company, sits up in there during the whole program and washes each piece of air that comes, in, <laughs> comes into the studio. And it's not, only, it's not only cool in here, it's clean, too. Well, they tell me that nowadays, particularly this studio, is completely antiseptic. We have germ-proof microphones, hermetically sealed control rooms, sterilized musicians, and... and <laughs> And before every program, we boil the announcers. <laughs> you've got to admit, that's a lot better than having the announcers go out and get boiled on their own. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> oh, come now, Gary. You haven't really been in radio as long as you'd like to make out. I haven't, Bob. <laughs> Why, bless your little station identification. <laughs> I, I started out, Bob, I started out at the age of 19 as a singer with a very famous quartet. You've, uh, you've heard of High Jack and the Dame? Yes. I sang with Mo, Joe, Schnook and the Boy. <laughs> Uh, Gary, you were the boy? I was the schnook. It was, it was a, great, a great outfit, as I recall it. We appeared for eight straight weeks in the rose room of our local livery stable. We were right in there, pitching. <laughs> well, well, Gary, tell me one thing more. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gary, you may have been in radio for 11 years, but uh, did you have any sponsors? Sponsors? Why, Bob, don't be ridiculous, you lost. My first... <laughs> My first sponsor, as I recall it, was a really delightful little little product called Mother Marie's No Wheeze But Plenty of Breeze Cheese. It's a great little thing. It was the only cheese I've ever seen that was so strong the mice had to back into the trap. As as I recall it, Bob, Mother Marie's No Wheeze But Plenty of Breeze Cheese came to you in six delicious flavors. Super delicious, very delicious, plain delicious, fairly delicious, not so delicious, and. It was, was a very, very, very happy association. Okay, so that covers local radio. But uh, how did you get to be a star? Well, Bob, that was just plain luck. I was holding down a very poorly paid job in New York at the time. I was master of ceremonies in a jukebox. When fate, <laughs> when fate leaned down and slugged me on the head with a golden wand. At least I thought it was a wand until I looked up and, surely enough, it was the nose himself, the one and only Jimmy Durante, <laughs>
6: Out with a song. Now even when things go wrong Why, you feel better You even look better Stop the music, stop the music, stop the music I refuse to work on the same stage with an orchestra that looks so untidy <laughs> Jimmy, what do you mean? What's so untidy about the orchestra? There's a hair in that fiddle player's bow that hasn't been combed <laughs> And that's the essence of social barbarism.
4: <laughs> well, anyhow, I'm, I'm glad you made
6: it to the show on Tyre Schnaz. And I'm glad to see you too, Junior. You're so tried and true. So brave and blue. So lum <laughs>
5: But
6: Garrison, what a hectic time I had getting ready for this appearance. Yeah? I was sitting at home the other night, wearing my diving suit. You see I have a sunken living room. When I get the call from the president of CBS, he says, Durrani, we'd like you to appear on our all-star show, if you think you're educated enough. Oh, he didn't, Jim. What did you say to that? What could I say? To impress him with my intelligence, I nonchalantly spelled out Cat. K-A-T-E.
5: <laughs>
4: K-A-T-E, but it's not. that spells Kate. Kate is a girl's name. I happen to notice Cat better than you do, Mr. Moore.
5: <laughs>
6: But anyway, no sooner do I accept the invitation to appear than I'm surrounded by a quandary. I haven't got a suit that's fit to wear to the broadcast. Uh-oh. So early this morning, Junior, I runs around to my tailor, Rimsky Rappaport. <laughs> Rimsky Rappaport. <laughs> nice, nice. And I says, Rappaport, you've got to make me a suit within three hours. So we went to work with a vengeance. Well, the suit looks wonderful on you, Jim, but what's, uh, what's that lump in the back? That's Rappaport. He's still working. <laughs>
4: Don't come out, Rimsky. You're not allowed in here without a ticket. Well, in any event, Giacomo, I'm glad you made it. And uh, now that you're here, what are we going to do on this auspicious occasion?
6: Well, Junior, I thought maybe we could do something high class and classical. Something like the shampoo song from the barber of uh, Schlemiel. It's all very fancy schmancy, but really, old boy, do you, think, um, do you think you're equipped? Are you, Josh and Junior? I'll admit I didn't always know about music. Why, when I was seven years old, I couldn't tell a trombone from a hole in the wall. So I studied and studied for ten years, and now? Yes? I'm the only man in a world. Who... Say that again. I
4: said, you... <laughs> Will you bring Mr. Durante the script with the neon typing on it? Just a minute. <laughs> you,
6: you know. Said you said
4: we were seven years old. You know,
6: they can make mistakes in a script department. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Are
6: you Josh and Junior? I'll admit I didn't always know about music You did good. Why, when I was seven years old, I couldn't tell a trombone from a hole in a wall So I studied and studied for ten years And now Yes? I'm the only man in the world who can play a hole in a wall
5: (laughs) Congratulations
6: Uh, After I changed it, it sounded a little better (laughs) I'm ashamed of you, partner Why, you're talking to a man who's got music in his blood Which explains why my nose is shaped like a (laughs) G-class.
4: Well, that's that's all very well, Jim, but offhand I can't recall any classics that are arranged for a hole in the wall. That means that we'd have to sing today and that, you know, is out. Well, not of a necessary
6: necessary. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I got music in the blood and I have. My uncle was a famous basso and my aunt was a soprano. Basso. She certainly was,
4: but she had a fine voice. Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, if you insist on music, you sing by yourself. Meanwhile, I shall retire to the outskirts of Finland and listen for the finish. That's what I like about... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like
6: about my boys. got so much faith in me. But I never let an audience down. Maestro, music for that radio concert, the beaut of that eminent barrel tone, James Durante. My song for tonight, Chloe.
4: Ladies and gentlemen Ladies and gentlemen, I should like to announce As long as I'm here anyway I should like to announce that Mr. Durante has sung this song many times before But tonight he has had his nose lifted So that those of you in the balcony may hear him too (laughs) Carry on,
6: James Mr. Moore, you can let the audience draw its own concussions (laughs) We begin begin again, Maestro Gluskin
4: Ladies and gentlemen, I... I, I forgot to tell you, but after tonight's performance, Mr. Durante will also be available for fish fries, weenie roasts, and the unveiling of better-class manhole covers.
6: <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. I wouldn't interrupt again if I was you, partner. That's liable will lead to a fruit.
5: <laughs>
6: we begin again, maestro Gluskin.
4: <laughs> no! Just one other thing, friends. I, I forgot to tell you that Mr. Durante's selection to, uh, today is entitled Chloe. Okay, Jim.
6: My boy is tinkering with immediate oblivion. (laughs) We'll begin again, maestro Gluskin.
5: (laughs) Oh, Jim,
6: Jim, what's the matter? It's no use, Junior. I'm a failure. Why, Jim? What's wrong? Now I can't remember the first word. (laughs)
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the American Forces Radio and Television Service proudly presents The Retirement Two, yet third. You going to the
6: retirement
4: party tomorrow, George? Who's retiring? Master Sergeant O'Hara. O'Hara? He's just a kid. Only been in 20 years. What's he going to do in retirement? Live, buddy. Really live. Did you realize that even after you retire, you and your family can go right on eating at open messes? My kids said they wouldn't eat at anything called an open mess, no matter what. Another thing, retired vets get a great deal in burial benefits. If you don't mind, I'm planning on sticking around for quite a while yet.
2: Okay, if you want to take advantage of one of the benefits of retirement... Financial security, retirement pay,
0: life insurance. Those are just a few of the benefits from the armed forces. Find out about
7: all of them from your personnel officer.
2: Yes, sir. Great, great, Mr. System. Great. Just peachy dandy.
3: Y'all, yeah, Frank and I agree with you that that's love, but we stand for romance. We stand for dreams. We stand for startups. Would you we... stand
2: for Hoagy Carmichael?
3: Hoagy's Hoagie's one, one, one of my, my better, better friends. Of
2: course, here's Hoagy Carmichael at the piano. Well, what do you know?
7: Hi, everybody. Frank and Dinah and a deep bow to that old CB system. You know, this is sort of a personal preview for me because, well, just four weeks from this Sunday afternoon, I'll be right here on this network, sitting where I like to sit most, at the piano with Giorgio on my mind. Keeps Georgia on my mind Georgia on my mind Each day, Georgia, my honey A song of you Comes as sweet and clear As moonlight through the pine Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you To you, my pretty Georgia Beautiful Georgia No peace I find. Just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Peter Lynn Hayes,
3: meet Mr. C.B. System.
2: Hello.
0: Hello. You mean this is the guy who's cooking up a storm for you, too? Can you
3: imagine?
0: Well, uh, let me have at him. Now, look here, Mr. System. Would you pass up the chance to have a man sing on your show who is as good as, as Bing Russell or Andy Crosby? <laughs> Even singing Sam, for that matter. Really? Willie? Willie, he asked. Would I kid you? Listen, chum, here's how this Sinatra boy sounds. Have you a pianist? Would you give me a DiMaggio, Joe? No. <laughs>
7: Is the face in the misty night
2: Footsteps as down the
5: hall
0: Laura, I hate to disappoint all my Bobby Sock fans, but Laura is really the chick for me. Laura was really from a wonderful family. She walked with dignity. As a matter of fact, she was a debutante. She came out last year. Of course she still has to report twice a month to the parole board <laughs> most enchanting thing about laura was her delightful accent she was a southerner and at a social gathering such as this i'd often say laura just for fun tell the folks where you're from and she'd say
3: i'm from new orleans yuck 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 yuck, yuck. <laughs> that's the
0: way she used to talk all over her mouth Whenever I'm lonely, which is often lately, I I can always picture Laura silhouetted against the lovely southern moonlight as my boat pulled away from the levee. There she stood in her little gingham dress with crinoline pantaloons and an Adam hat. (laughs) What a character. To coin a cliche, her eyes were like limpid pools. They sort of met at the bridge of her nose and then they crossed. Her teeth were just like pearls. They looked like a picket fence in front of a haunted house. (laughs) Topping all of this in loveliness was her complexion. What a complexion. She must have used gunpowder. She was always shooting off her mouth.
5: That was Laura. But she's
7: only a dream. She's only...
2: What Frank Sinatra sounds white? Like. Sure is. I knew I was white. Right. Thank you very much, Mr. Hayes. You really fixed it good for me here. Now I'll take care of you. You ought to get a load of this Hayes lad doing a whimsical whimsical character called Punchy Callahan. How's it sound, Mr. Hayes? Well, Punchy is. Uh... Here's how Peter does Punchy, Sissy. Stand back and get a load of this. Okay. You know, when I first went into the ring, I had a manager. His name was Scrappy. <laughs> And in the first fight, oh brother, you should have
0: seen this kid, he was beautiful. Fine legs, he belted, oh, he was great. <laughs> well, he busted my nose and my eyes came down and my ears went out like a balloon. So I went back to my corner and I asked my manager how I was doing. He said, Fire and punch, he, he wasn't afraid for me to fight anybody this guy. <laughs> he ain't laid a glove on you, Ponet, Scrappy says to me. So I told him to keep his eye on the referee because somebody was knocking
2: my brains out. <laughs>
5: how do you like
2: that? Well, I'd rather listen to Mr. Hayes do it on Wednesday. Thanks a lot, Mr. S., and goodbye.
1: Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next week for more shows and personalities from Radio's Golden Days. (laughs) This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.